0: I want you to take your Bibles with me to Hebrews 11, Hebrews chapter 11. We're going to stay in our theme on prayer, but tonight we're going to talk about prayer that has faith in it. <laughs> and the title tonight is Prayer That Pleases God. Prayer That Pleases God. How many of you guys have kids and sometimes they come to you and they ask you th- for things but their attitude, <laughs> it doesn't really uh, make you want to move on that, you know? And, um, <laughs> you know, sometimes our kids come and they demand things and and um, they don't have the right attitude or, or just whatever it may be. But I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes when we pray, we don't go to God like we should. And there's a certain... Uh, Element to prayer that truly pleases God. And that element tonight we're going to talk about is faith. The Bible says in Hebrews 11 and verse 6 But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. I'm afraid that many Christians. Their prayer lives could be summed up in this type of manner, and these words. God, can you? I'm going to say that again. I've been here myself. God, can you do this? Are you willing to do this? And I believe that tonight God wants us to approach him in a different way. I think the way that we should approach God is, God, you can. God, you can. And tonight, we're going to look at how when we come to God in in prayer, it should be, of course, infused with faith. It pleases God. It causes him to... Give ear to our requests, and and of course we have talked about over this week um, that of course God isn't our um, our Santa up in heaven. We don't come to Him to fulfill uh, our our lust uh, to 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 uh, give us that new car or that new house on the hill. That's not what God has intended when it comes to this matter of prayer. Um, however, there is a type of prayer within the will of God that. If we come to him in faith, that he is happy and able and willing to answer. And tonight, we're just going to look briefly at the type of prayer that pleases God. The type of prayer that pleases God, first of all, it believes that God is real. It believes that God is real. Look what the Bible says. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe That he is the actual word it 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 means in the Greek to believe that God exists that he is real and I think um, if we are honest Jesus said this in his lifetime uh, would there when he returns will there be real faith on the earth will there be a people who believe that I am who I am that I have uh, conquered, that I am the God of the universe. And I'm telling you, this seems to be elementary, but I'm telling you, this is the case. This is why many Christians are prayerless. This is why many Christians never see a move of God. This is, my, this is why there's many Christians who have lived their whole lives and, and not had uh, a supernatural uh, thing happen in their lives or a prayer answer that only God can be glorified in. It's because truthfully, deep down in their heart, they lack the faith. That really believes God is who he says he is. Do we believe God is real tonight? Do our lives tend towards that? Does, do, does our lifestyles uh, center around that, the fact that we, we serve the true living God? Do we truly have faith mingled in with our prayers? And I was thinking about this. There's so much wrapped up in who God is. I was thinking about he is El Shaddai tonight. Oh, my goodness. And this word, uh, it, it tends towards the fact that God is almighty, there's nothing beyond the scope of his power. It speaks to the fact that he can do anything. Oh, he can do anything. There's nothing beyond the, the, the realm of his capability. And I want to remind somebody tonight that he is God Almighty. And, and when you go to him in prayer, you're not asking for something that he can't do. You know, my kids think more highly of me than they probably, sh- they probably should. And They think that I'm the strongest. They think that I have the most money. You were in the store, and they said, Dad, just swipe the card. (laughs) (laughs) We can get that, Dad. (laughs) And what God is looking for is a people who would believe him and believe that he is the one. You know, if I wrote a check tonight for a million dollars, it would bounce, but... If Bill Gates were in here and he wrote that check, he he there's uh, the the funds to back that type of things. And I'm telling you, throughout Scripture, there are so many promises that God has given to us that we never claim. We never scratch the surface of it because we don't think that He can do it. We in our in our subconscious, we have allowed uh, evil, unbelief to creep in, and we think that when we go to God, oh God, can You do this? God, will You do this? We we come into the presence of God in prayer many times with doubts on. On our shoulders with the doubt that God uh, can't, can't do it sometimes, but we won't ever vocalize that, but I'm telling you, God sees our hearts. And he's looking for some, some Christians who will believe that he is able. Oh, I think about tonight, he's Jehovah Jireh. The Lord provides. Oh, Abraham learned that the day on the mountain, and he was about to take Isaac's life, and God had prepared the, the male ram in the thicket for him. He provided the sacrifice. Remember, Abraham had told Isaac, God will provide a sacrifice. He believed God. Oh, the Bible talks about in Hebrews 11 that the Saints before us, the, uh, the, those who had a good report, they believed God and some of them went to the grave not seeing the, the full realization of the promises of God, but they believed unto death that he would keep his promises. I've learned this too about prayers. Prayers are deathless. They far outlive us. What type of big prayers are you praying that will far outlive you? I was telling my kids I was telling Elijah today like I pray for you and the things that I pray for you they're 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 looking out in the future if God were to give it and and I'm and maybe I'm off the scene, and I'm still trusting that those prayers that are being offered up for you in the wee hours in the morning are going to be answered, even though I may not see it this side of eternity. And I'm telling you, we got to have that type of, of of mindset when it comes to God, that prayer is not wasted. Oh, prayers are not unanswered. Maybe God is saying, not yet. Maybe he's saying, oh, i got something better. But I'm telling you, we need to come to God with that expectation that he's going to move, he's going to provide he is almighty oh he's jehovah nisi he's our banner he's our hope he's the one where we rally oh we're here tonight you know what's going on tonight this is a rally and we're saying all hail king jesus all hail king jesus all hail king jesus we by the knee of jesus and he's the one who we follow he's the one who's won the victory we've already on we're already on the winning side tonight I want to encourage some of you. You came in here discouraged today. Let me tell you, if you're saved, you're on your way to heaven. Oh, glory, hallelujah. I don't care what happens the rest of my life. I'm on my way to heaven. He's my banner. He's Jehovah Rapha. He's the Lord who heals. Oh, I believe God wants to do more of this. Today, he wants to show his power when we pray in faith. Oh, James, in chapter 5, he talks about this, how if we would pray the prayer of faith that we would see people healed. And I'm telling you, we've got to... Uh, Get to, we got to believe him oh that woman with the issue of blood for 12 years she believed that God could heal her to the point that she crawled on her hands and knees to him and she just touched the hem of her garment you want to know what activated the virtue to come out of Jesus to heal her it was her faith she was made whole and Jesus you know what gets Jesus attention there was many in that crowd who were throwing him that day But he said, someone touched me. (laughs) And his disciples said, everyone's touching you. He said, no, 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 I know this touch. You want to know what gets God's attention when he, when one of us really believe him, really put our faith in him, that gets God excited. God is not excited about your theological training. God is not excited about your, 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 your standards and your, whatever you may say, your Bible memorization. You know what God is excited about tonight? People who have faith that he truly is and able and willing and he is the God of the universe. Somebody's got to believe it. Oh, he's Jehovah Shalom. He's our peace. I don't know about you. There's enough if you look at your newsfeed every day to cause you to lose your peace. But I'm going to be honest. There, were, there's moments, but I, I've been so thankful that God has given us uncanny, unexplainable peace through these times. Because he's our peace. He's the prince of peace. He's the one, you know, people could have all the wealth in the world, but I know people who live in uh, mansions, but there's no peace found there. Just because the house doesn't make it a home, (laughs) I'm telling you, there's, there's no price you can put on this, that he is our peace. He is the one who, uh, who calms us. Uh, he is the one who gives us the assurance day to day. The Holy Spirit, the comforter, comes alongside of us. Oh, I'm so thankful for the Lord, our peace in Jehovah, Rohai, and he is our shepherd. I am thinking about that. He protects us. He leadeth us beside the still waters. He prepareth a table before our, our enemies. And yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we don't have to fear any evil. I don't worry about the, the, the evil plans that the enemy are try, is trying uh, to, of course, play out in our lives because the Lord is my shepherd. This is what David said. David didn't fear anyone <laughs> because he knew God was with him. He knew if, he knew that 10,000 would fall by his side. He knew that with, with God on his side, there was always a majority. And I'm telling you, God is looking for people like that today. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles 16 and verse 9, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on the behalf of them whose heart is perfect for him. them who believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them who seek him. A.W. Tozer said it this way. God is looking for a people through whom he can do the impossible. What a pity that we plan only things that we can do by ourselves. Sometimes we pray too little. Now, nah, don't get me wrong. I remember in Bible college, I was so broke. I remember one day, I was sitting in my, my last class, and my stomach grumbling. I didn't have, I think my account might have had a few bucks in it, but I didn't have anything. And and I just remember uttering this simple prayer. God, I'm hungry. I didn't tell any of, I didn't go seek anyone. I said, God, I'm hungry. So I walk out of the class and I walk out to the parking lot. And as I'm walking, one of my instructors, he's walking and he's going this way. We intersect here. He says, hey, Come with me, I'm going to get some food. He never did that before. And I looked at the guy like, God, you're fast. (laughs) God, "God, thank you. You know, really, God wants us to seek him for our, I'm saying there's certain things that he does want us to seek. You know, the Bible says to pray for our daily bread. To seek God for just the day-to-day. You know, sometimes I think we don't have the hunger and, for prayer is because we, we, we have a lot and we trust in American Express when the trouble comes. We trust, <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. This is where, this is the culture by which we've been infiltrated. Uh, the church is operating in a world system that is set up by none other than the enemy. You know what, Christians, we should not be in debt like this. We should not be putting our faith in a, a job where we clock, and we shouldn't be. Not saying you don't work, men. We ought to work, men. If you aren't working, uh, this is going to be the bane of your existence. I'm telling you, you will be unsatisfied. You will be unfulfilled. You will ultimately be just nothing but a a, a disgrace to to those around you. But I'm saying this. Our hope shouldn't be wrapped up in this world and the system and our 401Ks and all these other things and and, and our retirements and all these other... I'm telling you, I don't really find that in Scripture. I find that people would serve God, trust God for, for everything. But we've gotten so far away from that. Because we live in America. You know, if I went over to Certain places right now, third world countries, those people, their prayer lives are fervent. <laughs> they, are, they have an a, a intimacy with God that you and I have never scratched the surface because they have to depend on God for the very next. And what God is looking for is people who, that if he were to choose to put us in that position, that we would be content to trust him. Maybe you've heard the name George Mueller. George Mueller, of course, Ran an orphanage in England, and he, of course, took care of hundreds of children. And um, he sustained, of course, God sustained this orphanage with zero fundraising the whole time. What George Mueller would do is he prayed everything in. When someone asked him how this orphanage were, was sustaining, how were they able to uh, minister to these children? He said, this is a secret. I went to my God, and I prayed diligently, and I received what I needed. And the stories were told that they they would sit at the table, not a lick of food there to feed the kids, but they would bow their heads to pray, trusting God to provide the meal. And then they'd hear a knock on the door. A milk truck said a delivery canceled last minute. And he dropped off dozens of gallons of milk. Shortly down, a few moments later, a bread, a baker said, we, we baked too much for this event. And here, Mr. Mueller used it. I'm, just, I'm telling you, it's unbelievable. And I'm telling you, we have got to believe that there's a God in heaven. Because if we truly grasp that, that will change how we ask, how we pray, how we come into his presence. Because he is able to do anything. Prayer that pleases God believes that he is real. But I want to just end with this. Prayer that pleases God believes that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. I don't know about you, but there is something to when God answers a prayer that that no one else knows about. (laughs) And God answers it and you know that you reached him. And he doesn't. There's nothing like this. And you know, often we fall short in this area because we don't diligently seek Him. We don't continue to seek Him. I have a a child, a Symphony Grace. From the time that she's awake, she seeks me out. I'm gonna be honest. The first words I remember her uttering to me is, "What are you doing?" <laughs> it was one word. What are you doing? Where are you going? what daddy uh, can you do this and she is persistent if you say no she does she never takes that first no She keeps pressing in, Daddy, but Daddy, well, what about this? I mean, just continue. She is relentless, and I pray that that would translate into her prayer life, that she would pursue God, that she would interrogate him, say, hey, God, you promised this. Hey, I'm waiting, God. This is what she does. She'll say, Daddy, you say you're going to take me somewhere, and I'm still waiting for us to go there. I haven't forgot. I'm telling you, this is what she does. I'm telling you, this is where we got to, we've got to. We've got to believe God and we've got to diligently seek him and believe that he rewards that. He does reward diligence. You see, we must have both desire and diligence to seek God, to seek him, to seek him with all of our hearts. Then we will find him. Then you will see his hand on your life. Oh, I'm telling you, God wants to bless some of your businesses, but you aren't diligently seeking him. You're making moves and you're doing things, all you got it all handled, but you're not seeking God first. And I'm telling you, he's looking for people who will trust him, who will seek him, who will pursue him and and, and trust him in the most difficult times. I heard about a family whose house one night caught on fire and there was a little boy who was stranded on the second floor. All the boy could see was the smoke and the flames. However, he could hear his father's voice telling him to jump. The boy said, Daddy, I I can't see you. I can't see you, Daddy. And the dad replied, but I can see you, and that's all that matters. I'm telling you, faith is... Being willing to take the jump to trust God even though you can't see the answer yet. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. I'm telling you, we can, you can pray some things into Existence. When you believe that God is who he says he is, that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. And I'm telling you tonight, somebody needs to hear this. You need to keep diligently seeking his presence, his power, your, for the requests that you have. And, and it's it's within his will. You know it is his will to save your children. You know it's in his will uh, to, to use you uh, in winning souls. You know what you are praying for lines up with the will of God. So continually seek him. Tonight, do your prayers please God? Or are they just flat prayers, not faith prayers? I just want to encourage us tonight. Believe, because he is who he says he is. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him.